welcome to the Polar Homestead. We learn finance, permaculture and prepping. A modern view of the world. Don't forget, freedom is in your hands. Stay safe and vigilant friends. And now your host, Ralph KK. Launch in. 3, 2, 1. Let's go. <laughs> Hello and welcome my fellow humans This is Ralph KK This is the Polar Homestead Podcast. Today we have a very interesting topic to talk about. Considering everything that is going on around, you know, like, check out the news, you see. The main problem today, or the current problem today, is food insecurity. By food insecurity, I mean that the people, the amount of people that has no access to to food or to adequate amounts of food is greatly increasing daily, particularly in developing nations. There it's a big, big problem, but it's not only them because soon it is going to be a problem of the first world uh, the first step before there is a a, a scarcity or lack of food the, the first step is uh, high prices for food if you go today to the supermarket you will notice that the prices for everything they have uh, greatly increased at least two or three times of what it used to be last year for example and today the main problem is wheat there is not enough wheat in the world according to some research done by a, a company that uses artificial intelligence to, to calculate how much wheat there is left in the world uh, According to them, there is around 10 weeks left of wheat in the world, for the whole world. 10 weeks left, and after that, there is no more. I mean, can you imagine what this would do to civilization? Like, like what would Italy be without pasta? Can you imagine, like, Italy with no pasta or France without a baguette? This is Apocalypse Or maybe somewhere near the end of our civilization I mean in my entire life I've never heard of a time where there was no wheat Or, or food crops Well, I mean like in the 80s, in the 90s it was a big problem the, 
the times of famine in Africa, that was a big problem in the 80s and 90s. I do remember that. Supposedly the supply chain today is in a terrible condition. The worst that it has ever been in history. We have this situation happening over there in Ukraine, which doesn't let the wheat to come out to be exported to their countries. Ukraine, they are like a major producer. They produce around a quarter of the whole wheat of the world or something like this. So what can you do in these circumstances as a person? If I were you, I would go to the supermarket and start buying pasta. All the pasta that you can get while you still can get pasta. The shelf life of pasta, I mean, if it is airtight, it is approximately five years with, with uh, acceptable flavor. So pasta in reality, it never expires. You could have it 10 years, 20 years, maybe 30 years if it deserves that. Uh, the pasta itself, probably it wouldn't go bad, but it might just taste a little bit funny. You could eat pasta that is 30 years old. It would not kill you, but it might just taste a little bit funny. But if we are talking about quality, like pasta that you can eat, that you can make a dish, Five years, this is a good time for storage, if it is airtight. So airtight, this means that it's in a plastic bag and there is no air coming in, coming out. And then you, you store it in some cold, dark place. Cold, I mean like zero to five Celsius. This means cold. And like this, you can give it, you can give your pasta in a very good condition for five years. year 2022 it would be how to grow food and food preservation this should be your main concern today well besides inflation and uh, wealth creation <laughs> and how to keep your wealth in these circumstances but I mean I mean you could have all the gold in the world but if you don't have something to eat, what are you going to do with all this gold? You cannot eat gold, but you can eat pasta. This is for sure. Most people today, the modern man, they have lost uh, the ability to grow food. I mean, yourself. Can you grow foods besides potatoes? Because I mean, anybody can grow potatoes. You just grab a potato, you drop it in the in the dirt, you cover it with dirt, you drop some water on top, and three, four months later, you will have maybe some more potatoes. But 
potatoes are very easy to grow. But in general, can you grow food? Do you know how to grow food? If you've ever tried to grow anything, or if this is going to be your first time, you will soon find out that growing food is one of the most difficult things to do. And it is not easy. Fruit, food production, it is something very difficult to do. journey of uh, growing food you will have many disappointments there is nothing like the feeling of putting some seeds in the ground seeing those seeds growing a plant comes out and you, you have some kind of attachment to this new plant that you have kind of created and then maybe a couple weeks later maybe a month later two months later then what if something happens like uh, if it is outside what if it is too hot or what if there is no water and then the plant dies then what do you do this will be a big disappointment to lose a plant that you were growing and this can disappoint you or encourage you but in general when you are growing something and it dies you usually take this like a hit it does bother you so imagine you are growing like a whole field of wheat uh, there is no rain and it is hot outside and your whole crop dies how would you feel about that? This is just one of the hurdles of growing food. We use the, the method in itself. How do you grow food? The method. It is uh, something like a step, a step by step thing to do. Where you can fail all along the way. It's not smooth. So, my recommendation for you today would be to learn how to, how to grow something. Start with potatoes, move on to beans, maybe continue with beans. Beans are something that are not so, are not so difficult to grow. I mean, there are some food crops which uh, you can grow, which are very easy. You start with uh, potatoes, you move to beans, then you move to something else, for example, kale. Kale is super easy to grow. And once you establish a, a plant, uh, it will keep coming back like every year, for a couple of years, from five to 10 years. One kale plant, it will give you food every year. You just have to, you have to fertilize it two times per year uh, at the end of the season 
you cut it down a little bit and if winter comes if you live in a place where there is snow and like before winter you you put some mulch around the the plant just to, to protect it this is scale a plant which is very nutritious and will feed you every year some berries do you like berries uh, berry bushes it is another plant which once you, you put in the ground it will come back every year for several years five to ten usually and every year it will give you a crop depending uh, there are dozens maybe hundreds of varieties of berry bushes I particularly like uh, black currants because the bushes of black currants they become very big up to let's say up to two meters tall and 1.5 meter wide so can you picture this a berry bush black currant two meters high 1.5 meters wide can you imagine this it's almost like a tree and every year this tree looking plant it is going to give you if you have like a mature plant of the of around this size like a big plant it can give you up to 10 kilograms of berries per bush and once you establish this plant, it will uh, come back every year. And it requires almost minimum care. All you have to do is to fertilize it uh, from spring up to, let's say, the beginning of autumn. You just have to fertilize it carefully uh, every two weeks and different kinds of nutrients there is some science behind this like which nutrients are how to how to give the plant the nutrients what kinds of uh, nutrients there is some science behind this but once you you understand what you have to do and how to do it then it comes it becomes easy to do and you do it every year and every year you get your maybe 10 kilograms per bush of berries you will have so so many black currants that you would not you will not know what to do with it like every year myself i just have buckets and buckets of uh, black current i i'm eating them fresh i freeze a lot of them i make jams i give it to neighbors fresh i make jams i give it to neighbors because I have so much of them that I just don't know what to do with it. But in times of crisis like today, these berries, the best uh, way to preserve them would be jams or freezing them. But the jams, they don't need uh, any kind of refrigeration and you can just put it in a dark shelf. You can keep it there for a couple of years.
three to five. If you make a jam, a jam. social media. I'm always posting tutorials about how to grow plants, how to make food. Another thing that you should be learning today it is learn how to cook, learn how to prepare food. And I think that you should start with learning how to bake bread. Bread is a food staple. It is something basic that you can create. It would it will feed you. And just let me tell you this that not many people talk about or even chefs or bakers they don't talk about it. But check this out. Baking it is like science or like mathematics. Baking it requires an exact amount of ingredients mixed together in a certain way, so kind of chemistry. So this is some kind of science baking. So you have your exact ingredients, your exact uh, way of mixing them, and then you put your mixture in a mold and you bake it at a certain temperature. And let me tell you this, if you follow the instructions exactly as they say exactly, you will get a very exact result. So even if you have never cooked anything in your life, if you follow the instructions to ba bake something, you will get a good result if you follow the instructions exactly. Because baking it is like some kind of science. Be sure to check out my YouTube Polar Homestead um, because I do post uh, videos on how to bake bread. They are very easy to follow and I mean anybody can do it and they are usually around 10 minutes. So be sure to check out my YouTube if you want to know how to bake bread. Well, that's all for today, folks. The podcast was fun, interesting and informative. I'll see you on the other side.